Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on out there? Matthew Bivens here, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Having It All podcast. Today I am broadcasting live, well I guess not live, but I'm, I'm, I'm broadcasting from a brand new office, and I'm super excited about that, very pumped. Got some great energy in this space, and I'm sure you're going to hear it coming through the mic. My wife and I changed up our, our the layout of our house, and we took the biggest room in our house, and we've now turned it into an office for both of us. So this is where we're going to be doing our recordings and all the great stuff that keeps our shows thriving. So I'm super pumped, and I'm excited that you're here today joining me on the show to create your abundant, loving life whatever that looks like for you, whatever that looks like. And I know you're out there, you know, if you've been having a challenging time this week and you've just been hitting your head against against the wall and, you know, just running into things and it just feels tough, feels tough. I know the feeling and I've been there. And the fact that you are surrounding yourself with empowering conversations like this one, you know, listening to shows like this or reading empowering materials, it means that you are doing the things you need to be doing to flow through the adversity, to make it through the challenges. So keep going. Keep going. There's absolutely light at the end of that tunnel. I know it. I've been there. And every single challenging situation that you've ever been in, you've made it through. And you'll make it through this one. So I just felt inspired to share that because I know somebody out there uh, needed to hear that, needed to connect with that message. And today I'm excited. Today's episode is a part two. On Tuesday, just a few days ago, I did an episode called The Success Rituals That Empower My Health, Relationships, Business, and Spirituality. Well, I bit off a little bit too much 
in that, in that episode. And I only got through health and relationships. So today, I'm talking about those success rituals and habits that I use to empower my business and my spirituality. If you haven't listened to part one, go back. It's the episode right before this and take a listen. It's great, particularly if the areas of health and relationships have been a challenge for you, then you'll, you might pick up a couple things that I do that really help me to get the results that I want in my health and relationships, and you might be able to add them to your daily routines. So today, again, we're doing business and spirituality, and you know, let's do some magic first. I was going to jump right in, but I want to share a little bit of magic. And for those of you who are new to the show, before I kick off each episode, I like to talk about magic, magic being your ability to influence yourself, other people, and life in a powerful way. And you're doing it all the time. You're doing it all the time, but you're not always recognizing it. You aren't, you know, reminding yourself that you are a creator of magic, that you have the power to create the experience and the results that you want in your life. And so reflecting on magic and sharing magic is a way for us to remind ourselves of that personal power. It's amazing. And so for me, my magic today is pretty cool. Uh, For the past seven days, I have been doing a, uh, a little physical challenge. I've been loving on my body, and I have challenged myself to be consistent for 30 days and do 100 squats, 75 push-ups, and 25 pull-ups every day for, what did I say, 30, 30 days? For 30 days. And uh, I'm on day eight right now. And so for me, you know, I, I really wanted to shift my relationship to at-home exercise. I, I've got a pull-up bar here at my house, and um, I make it to the gym uh, two times a week. I, do, I go to the gym twice a week, and I, and I run two days a week. Uh, but I also have other fitness habits that I like to do. I use a, a, a tool, a fitness app called the, uh, the Balance Chart, and there's some habits that I like to do and like to get done. However, I found that my relationship to doing exercise at home really started to suffer. I just didn't want to do anything. And, you know, my, my pull-up bar is right near my kitchen. So whenever I see that pull-up bar, it was a reminder that I wasn't doing my exercise. I wasn't getting my points. So I wanted to shift that. I recognized that that was simply a relationship. I was, I was forming an unhealthy relationship to exercise. And so I challenged myself to, to do those things, like I said, for 30 days and, uh, and work on that relationship. And so I'm on day eight and it's been awesome. You know, I've, I've shown up consistently for the past eight days, despite at times not wanting to do it, quite frankly, because that's what happens, right? Our emotions kick in and we just don't want to do the things that we've said we've, we, w- we would do. So, you know, some days I was, I was tired. Um, a couple of times I waited till the end of the day to do the exercises. And one of the, one of the days actually fell on my fitness assessment called the game day, which is takes me a couple of hours to do and physically kicks my butt. I'm pretty drained at the end of my game day. But I still knocked out my, uh, my push-ups, pull-ups, and squats. So that's been my magic, just influencing myself to love on myself in that way, very intentionally. And I'm excited for the next 22 days. I'm excited to see how my relationship to at-home exercise shifts. I'm excited to see how my relationship to that pull-up bar shifts. And I'm excited to see how my body shifts. I can already feel myself... I uh, feel myself uh, feeling stronger. So that's been awesome. 
for some listener love, I got a cool one today. Uh, I, I, I looked in iTunes and I saw I had a couple new reviews. And one of them was just, they're all powerful. They're all amazing. Uh, one of them stood out to me. And, and so I wanted to read a review. This one comes from Eddie100MZ. And uh, Eddie, you left a heck of a review. So I'm going to read it and give you a little shout out. Eddie says, dug yourself in a hole in life, question mark. This podcast will give you the mindset to start digging around yourself instead of digging straight down. Helps to really take a moment to look at who you are now and remind you who you want to be. I'm not the podcast type of person, never have, but on the first episode of this one, I was hooked, mainly because of the situation I was in. But I'm extremely grateful and thankful for running into it. Has made me realize my beliefs, thoughts, and standards were not where I know I had set them at one point in my life. Listening to this podcast will inspire and help you to act upon the necessary steps to create and build your abundant and fulfilling life. Boom. Man, that's awesome. Eddie, thank you so much. I appreciate that review on iTunes. I I love receiving feedback, hearing feedback of all sorts, because I have some reviews on iTunes that aren't that great. You can go read them. They're kind of interesting. So, you know, some one-star reviews, but I love, I love all of it. Eddie, I appreciate your review. And uh, for you listening, if you want to have your review read on the show, then just go to iTunes, leave a, you know, subscribe to the show, leave a review, leave a rating, and I will read it. I'll also be super grateful. That'd be awesome. So I got something to plug real quick before we jump into the episode. And that is at the end of this episode, I'm going to be sharing something that I haven't shared before, I haven't talked about before. I'm going to be uh, creating or providing an opportunity to you listening. So stick to the end of the episode, and I have something pretty cool to share. All right, let's jump into this thing. Part two of the success rituals that empower my health, relationships, business, and spirituality. So really, the whole point of this uh, now series is for you to look at and and become more aware of how your rituals are impacting your life. You know, and rituals, when I use that word, I'm simply talking about the actions that you perform in a certain order. They're like, they're like habits, but you do them in a certain order. So you have rituals for waking up, for going to sleep, and a whole bunch of other things in your life. And many times we're not thinking about these rituals. We're not thinking about these habits. They just kind of happen automatically. You know, we, we get into them and our bodies just go on autopilot. But when we are intentional about these rituals, when we're intentional about creating empowering, healthy habits in our life, then it gives us a major opportunity to influence ourselves to a higher, better state of health, wealth, relationships, and truly the connection to source, whatever that higher power is to us. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm sharing my rituals that have helped me cultivate the life that I'm living today, my abundant, loving life, and really has helped me win in these four key areas, health, relationships, business, and spirituality. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So when it comes to business, you know, I have been, I've been self-employed for, what's the 2018, maybe five years, six, five and a half, six years. And I love it. It's amazing. Um, But it's been incredibly hard. (laughs) It's been pretty darn challenging. Um, I found working for people hard. Honestly, that was, that was challenging for me. Um, But the challenges of being self-employed, being an entrepreneur um, are difficult in a different way. And so over those years, um, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about what is effective and what's not effective. And I think at the top of my list, honestly, the top of my list um, has to be working with a business coach. That's something that I started doing this year. I hadn't done it before. Um, I, I hired a business coach really to help me level up in all ways, primarily in my mindset. Because with so many things in our lives, with, with business, with our, our relationships, with our health, with so many things, it's not necessarily about the, the, the actions that we're doing. You can start changing actions, but chances are, if you aren't addressing your mindset, if you aren't addressing your level of awareness, then you're going to fall back into those patterns and habits that you built earlier that help you create the experience that you weren't enjoying. So for me, hiring a business coach has been honestly transformational because what she has done is she has really put a magnifying glass on my, my thoughts, my thoughts. Um, it's actually my, my actions, my relationships, and my thoughts. And she looks at all of those things and helps me to understand how my actions, relationships, and thoughts have created the business that I have today. And if I want to get to a different level, what I need to do to shift in those areas. So for me, one of the biggest success habits or success success rituals is and has been working with a business coach. Another one has been really taking time to take a step back from my work so that I can understand my strengths and learn how to leverage them. I, you know, in my first career out of graduate school, um, I worked at a startup company and I was employee number one and I was in charge of all things, marketing, uh, some sales, customer service, all of that stuff. So I was you know, the, the jack of all trades type of person and that's, that suited me at the time. I felt like a Swiss army knife. I could do a little bit of everything. I didn't know a whole lot in, 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 in depth, but I knew, a, what is it, a little bit about a lot of things. And that was great for that role, but as, as the business started to expand, I needed to go deeper, and I wasn't necessarily suited for that. I also wasn't aware of that at the time. Now, because I have, been in, in, I have started doing things in my life that helped me to take a step back, I've really begun to understand where my strengths are. My strengths lie in everything relationships. When it comes to 
creating intimate relationships, when it comes to creating community, when it comes to creating those intimate bonds with people, empathic listening, holding an intimate and a powerful space for myself and for other people, you know, that's, that's really where I thrive. And for those of you who've, who've met me in real life, I think you would agree. You know, I've, I've, I've connected with several of you. And that relationship piece for me, I can look back when I was young and I can look back at some of the other roles that I've had. I can look back at some of my other successes, you know, in the past and see that, yeah, it's around that ability of me to create those powerful, intimate relationships, that, that, those connected relationships with people. And I've turned that into a podcast, this podcast, where, you know, what we're doing right now is we're connecting. And I've, I've been able to create community around this idea of having an abundant, loving life. And so those are my strengths. Now, I have tons of weaknesses. And in the past, I wouldn't seek out ways to leverage my strengths and really, you know, employ people or tools or something to cover those weaknesses. I would just try to do it all. But, you know, my weaknesses really right now are, if I look at like some of the business things, it's podcast editing for one. I just don't have that, that patience. I don't have the, the ear, I think, really to uh, create a world-class sound with my podcast. And so what did I do? I went and hired somebody. I, ha- I hired someone to help me produce the show. I'm also weak in areas like copywriting. I used to be a strong writer. Actually, I don't even, I, you know what? <laughs> I think my my middle school and high school uh, English teachers would would uh, object to that. Um, I I write the way that I communicate, and for a while that served me well. But um, I'm not a strong writer, and copywriting on websites and emails and things like that um, that's been an area that's been a weakness of mine. And so I seek out help. A lot of times, my wife Sarah helps me out with those things. She's a she's a brilliant writer, and so. In business, one of the, the, the success habits and rituals for myself is to understand what I'm great at, knowing what I'm great at, and then doing more of the things I'm great at and bringing in people or tools or resources to help me do some of the things that I'm not so great at. That's been a very successful practice for me. And if you don't know what you're great at, one awesome area to start, one way to do it is to ask other people. That's what I did. You know, over the course of, of all these the five plus years of uh, running my own business, you know, at different times, I wanted to understand what other people saw in me, what other people thought I was great at. So I would go out and I would ask them. And that really helped me to understand, wow, okay, so-and-so says I'm a great listener. Let me, let me, let me think about that. You know, where have other people said that I'm great at listening? Or so-and-so says that, you know, I, I'm great at creating trust, creating a trusting space, and they feel like they can open up and be vulnerable. Well, where else have I been able to do that? And so if you're sort of sitting there wondering, like, I don't think I'm good at anything. I don't know if I have any strengths. And that's fine. Maybe your mind just can't get there yet. Go talk to some other people. Talk to some people who are close to you. And I guarantee they're going to start sharing things with you that you may not have thought of. So those are two things that I've done in my business. Uh, another one is setting SMART goals. So for you marketing folks or business folks out there, you'll, you'll know SMART. It is the, uh, the acronym. It is, oh boy, I might even butcher this. Specific, measurable, I think it's attainable, something like that. The R stands for realistic, I believe. And the T is time bound. Ha, 
That's so funny. I should have looked it up before before doing this, but hey, whatever. You can Google it. Smart goals. And uh, I set those for myself. I set those for my personal life, for my business. And really, the whole idea is around goal setting. And smart is just a way to make these goals more effective. Because a lot of times we'll say something like, my goal is to you know, grow the number of website downloads, right? Or podcast downloads. But that's not very specific. The, what are you going to do with that? How, in, in what time frame? So SMART is an acronym that helps you to create goals that you can actually go out and hit. And so I set SMART goals in two sort of buckets. One of them is called BHAGs, Big, Hairy, Audacious Goals. And BHAGs are like, man, that's like shooting for the moon. What do they say? Shoot for the moon and you might land in the stars, right? That's the type of thing that, that a BHAG is. And I set those. You know, I sat down with, with my life coach, and, and we worked on a list of BHAGs for me. We came up with, I think, half a dozen. And uh, a couple of them are um, to be able to, where is it? Uh, to impact and transform one million lives. That's one of my BHAGs. And for me, impact and transform means that I want to move people from one level of consciousness to another elevated level of consciousness. So if you're familiar with David R. Hawkins and his book, power versus force, then you'll know of the scale of consciousness. And so for me, impacting and transforming 1 million lives means moving 1 million people from a place of fear or anger or pride to a place of courage, neutrality, or willingness. That's a big, hairy, audacious goal to move a person from one of those levels to another. And, you know, it's, it's, I mean, most people only move up very, very slightly in their lives. So again, check it out. Uh, go, go, go check out Power vs. Force and look at the scale of consciousness because all of us fall somewhere on that scale. So transforming 1 million lives in that way is one of my BHAGs. And another one is 100 million downloads of the Having It All podcast. That's something that I would love to, to, uh, to accomplish, to achieve. And right now, just for some perspective, we're nearing half a million downloads. So the show's been going on about two years and nearing half a million downloads, which is phenomenal. I mean, that that blows my mind, honestly, that it's getting close to half a million downloads. Um, But, you know, we set big, hairy, audacious goals, you know, and 100 million downloads is a big, hairy, audacious goal. So that's what I'm playing for. Absolutely. So with the BHAGs, I also set shorter term goals, goals that... Um, you know, I can, I can set my sights on a little bit better. And those are things like um, completing a book. My wife and I are writing uh, a book about home birth. Um, that's for our other podcast, Doing It at Home. So completing that book, that's one of our goals. And launching a new course. We're working on um, updating an existing course, and we want to get another course out for my wife's brand and her podcast called Balance and Motherhood. So that's something we want to do. And we also have monthly revenue goals. So hitting those targets, you know, and so setting goals in my business and making those goals visible, you know, like I have a printer right here. I have my, my, my goals I'm going to be printing for the next month and I'm going to print them out and put them on the wall next to my desk in my new office so that they're right there in front of my face. That is something that I didn't do previously in my business. I would just make these goals and file them away somewhere, but Having them, you know, having smart goals, having big, big ones that I'm shooting for, and then other ones that I, I can hit in a six-month, 12-month, you know, two, three, five-year time frame, and putting them in a place that I can see them 
I can see them regularly. That's one of those success rituals that I've had. Another one in business has been eating my frogs first. And if you have ever heard that term, you know that it means doing the task that you want to do the, the least, doing the one that's the hardest, you know, doing the thing that you just are, are dreading or have been putting off. And every day, doing that thing first. I have been, been really practicing this for years. And that means if I wake up on, you know, a Monday, that's going to be tomorrow, wake up tomorrow and I have my list of to-dos, whatever the, the most important to-do is, and the to-do that's going to take the longest and is the one that I'm really not wanting to do, but I know I need to do it, that's what I do first. Because what happens is once you check that thing off your list, you feel like, okay, anything else is sort of bonus, right? Like anything else that I do now, I've already done the hardest thing. It's all downhill from there. And so eating my frogs first has been one of the habits that um, I very intentionally worked on doing starting years ago. And, you know, I'm constantly working at it today because there are moments when I don't want to do that thing and I'll throw some excuses and I'll say, oh, but I got to get back to this email or, oh, I got to do this thing. But, you know, eating those frogs first, super, super important. Another success ritual for me in business has been consistent learning, constantly learning, constantly adding you know, new, relevant, high-quality information into my life. And right now, that comes in the form of podcasts and books. I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to shows on all different things. But um, you know, right now, I've been, I've been very big on helping to grow my wife's podcast, so I've been listening to different shows around that idea um, I've been big on community building and, and really thinking about ways that I can uh, create uh, an, an amazing having it all community outside of the podcast so that people can talk to one another, can support one another, can love on one another, can hold one another accountable. So I'm learning these things. I'm, I'm listening to shows and I'm reading books to help learn. And that's been big, consistent, consistent learning. Another one of my success rituals in business that has never failed me is to give value before asking for anything. And for those of you familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk, he has uh, that, that, that idea is captured in his book. I think it's called like jab, 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 hook, something like that. But it's the idea of give, 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 and then come with your ask. And I started doing that way back in my, my first career, I guess in 2010, uh, when I was a, a marketing intern. And I was doing tons and tons of content marketing and social media. All I was doing was giving. All I was doing was giving. And I, I didn't have any ask that was, uh, well, I was just giving basically because I knew that if I provided value for people, that it was going to come back around. It's that idea of the giver's gain. For those of you familiar with uh, BNI, that, that business network, you know, you give and it ends up coming back to you. So constantly giving value before asking. I mean, that's what I was doing on the show for a long time. Just giving, giving, giving. 100 episodes before I decided I wanted to even do anything particular with the show. So that idea has, again, never failed me in business. Two more left in business. Second to last one is being authentic at all times. Being authentic at all times. Making sure I'm having fun and pursuing those things that interest me. Those are principles, maybe. I guess you could call their principles, or, or, uh, or, or beliefs or mindsets that I have 
adopted and worn on and made always my my focus. Making sure that whatever I'm doing, I'm coming through authentically. Authentically, Matthew. And I'm doing that at all times. That sort of phrasing has been built into my personal mission statement. You know, showing up in beast mode at all times. And then having fun. I know for myself, if I'm not having fun, eventually I'm going to stop doing it. I'm only going to drag myself through something I'm not enjoying for so long. That's just been that's just been me ever since I was young. And it's been great, you know, in times when I'm in a job I don't really love and and you know, I'm doing things I'm not enjoying that I'll I'll quit. I'll leave them because I'm not having fun. And you know, I stay true to my commitments and I stay within integrity when I'm if I'm leaving something, I'm I communicate again being authentic at all times. But I have to first and foremost be authentic with myself. I have to honor myself. So making sure I'm always having fun. And then pursuing my interests. You know, I have a lot of things that interest me and and I, I really want to um, flex those muscles and I really want to respect an interest that comes into my spirit. I want to respect inspiration that comes from source through me. Because I feel like when I do acknowledge those things, then I'm aligning. You know, I'm aligning with what is best for, for me, what is best for um, for my happiness, for my peace, um, and ultimately what allows me to give back in the most powerful way, right? Because if I'm interested in something and I'm having fun, I'm being authentic, I'm giving back in a very amazing way as opposed to if I'm not really interested in it but it's valuable to other people, okay, I guess I can give back in that way. That's just not the sentiment that I want to have when I pursue anything. So me being authentic, having fun, and pursuing my interests have been some mindsets that have really helped me to cultivate the life that I'm living today. And lastly, for business, my last success ritual for business in my life has been working with others, surrounding myself with with very smart people who I enjoy working with. Because for a long time, I did things solo. I did things by myself. And, you know, it was, it was, it came easy to me. That's kind of my nature uh, when I was young, just kind of sort of doing things alone or, or being cool playing by myself when I was a kid. Um, but I realized that it's, it's far less fun to do things by yourself. That's just in my opinion. It's so much more fun for me to collaborate with people, to synergize, synergize being that idea that one plus one can equal a thousand. So I want to synergize with people to where we can pool our skills, our gifts, pull them together and create something bigger than either of us could achieve by ourselves. And that's what I do today. There's a lot of folks that I work with um, in business, on different projects, on things that make money and things that don't make money. But I just love working with people. I think, again, it goes back to one of my strengths, one of those areas that I really excel comes naturally, and that's just relationships, building relationships. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So those are the things that I do and have done in my business to help create success, to help create the results that I've been wanting to create. Hopefully you got something from that and you can add that into your, uh, your, your habits. And let's move on to spiritual, the area of uh, spirituality. So for me, spirituality has been an interesting thing. Um, I grew up in a, in a semi-Catholic church. I mean, my mom grew up Catholic, um, and when my parents got divorced, we still went to Sunday school sometimes, and we did uh, CCD. I don't even know what that stands for, but it was like a Wednesday night, you know, hour-long Bible study class, and I did that until I was about 13, and then I had a choice if I wanted to continue or not, and I said no. And so for those teen years up through, you know, my early 20s, you know, I always associated spirituality with religion. I thought they were the same thing. So when I left the church and did not want anything to do with religion, I really shut myself off from anything spiritual. So the past six years, seven years for me, has been um, getting back to my spiritual side and connecting with, with you know, source and, and really feeling out what my walk is, what my, my personal spiritual walk is. And one of the things that's helped me tremendously in that is working with a coach working with a coach. I mean, honestly, that's a theme throughout all four of those areas, health, relationships, business, and spirituality, is just the, the value and the power of working with a coach. And so that's, that's helped me because the person that I work with, my life coach, um, you know, he's a, he's a very conscious, very spiritual guy as well. And, you know, it just he helps me to create that relationship with myself, with source, with that energy. And it's been a beautiful thing as those areas within me have been unlocked and, uh, and, and, I, and I can um, just build that relationship. You know, again, there's a relationship piece, right? So working with a coach has been huge for me uh, in my spiritual journey. And one of the things that I've, I've done as a result of working with a coach is really worked on building habits around meditation and mindfulness. Now, there's a difference between meditation and mindfulness, and meditation falls within mindfulness. Meditation is a form of mindfulness, and mindfulness is really about being present, being in the present moment and, you know, pulling your thoughts into the present moment as opposed to letting them flow back into the past and feeling, you know, regretful or angry or resentful or letting your thoughts flow into the future and feeling anxious or nervous or worried or scared. Being present and being mindful is is being present. It's staying here in the now. And meditation is one way to do that. Meditation is definitely one way to do that. And so I have not historically been as consistent with meditation as I want to be, but I'm working on it. I recognize that when I take time to meditate, when I take time to be intentionally mindful, I feel amazing. I feel connected. I feel peaceful. I'm able to flow when stuff hits the fan, you know, because for me, right now, I guess it's not really about being in that 
place where I'm never impacted by anything. That, you know, everything just, just flows off my back like water. For me, it's about being able to stay in my power when stuff does happen. It's, it's about me, you know, if I get rattled, if I get flustered, if I get like pissed off, it's for a moment. And then I remind myself that that's a choice. I can choose to remain in the disempowering state of being furious, or I can choose to remain in a place of peace. And just so you know, I, I don't know if I've ever been furious. <laughs> I'm just not that type of person. But I've absolutely lost my cool. I've absolutely been frustrated and just, uh, just yeah, all the things that you have, I've been there, right? And so practicing that mindfulness of meditation really helps me, centers me. But it's something I'm working on, just like you, you know, and I try to give myself a break and not be so darn hard on myself when I don't hit my goals of meditating three times a week. So I'm working on it. And, you know, I have a, an app, I mentioned it earlier, the bounce chart, that I have meditation as one of my habits. And so that's absolutely helped me. It's helped me to remain accountable so that I can see, okay, did I meditate? Okay, did I get my points? Because those points impact the overall total. So that's been super, super helpful to me, adding that tool into my spiritual practice. Another thing that's been huge for me in my spiritual, creating the results I want in that area um, is, is distinguishing between knowing and understanding. For many years, I was a person who knew a lot of things. Knowing is like planting your flag firmly in the ground and pouring cement around it so that flag is not moving because I know 100% for certain about XYZ thing. What happens when you are in a place of knowing is you shut yourself off from learning something anew. You shut yourself off from possibility. You shut yourself off from growing. A more powerful place to be is in a space of understanding. Here's what I understand today, given my context, given my experiences, given my tools. Here's the belief I'm choosing to wear on today. But because it is a belief, I can set it to the side and wear on a new one and see if that new belief works. I can understand something anew. That has been a huge thing for me, understanding the difference between knowing and understanding. Recognizing the difference between knowing and understanding has been enormous, enormous, because it's helped me to grow. It's helped me to grow because when I'm in that place of knowing, when I plant my flag and I pour cement around it, there's not a lot of growth happening, particularly if the thing that I know is in an area that is impacting my body in an unhealthy way. If it's pulling my energy down, if it's pulling my health down, if it's pulling my happiness down, but I know it to be true. I know that this is how people are. And because I know this is how people are, I'm always pissed, right? Like I've had family members who say people can't be trusted. Oh, wow, really? People can't be trusted. So you know people can't be trusted. What do you think happens when you go through life believing that people can't be trusted? I, I, it doesn't take a whole lot of imagination to, to conjure up you know, images of a life that's not very pleasant. If you're constantly closed off, you're constantly guarded, you're constantly skeptical, you're constantly looking over your shoulder because you believe, because you know 
that people can't be trusted. It's a very different place than being in a state of, you know, right now, based on what I've experienced, a lot of folks just aren't trustworthy. But I'm, I'm open to be proven differently. I'm open to say, you know what? Okay, let me just try this. Let me, let me do a trust fall because I believe nobody will catch me. But let me just, let me try this on. Let me try, let me wear on this trust thing. I'm going to do a trust fall. And oh my gosh, someone caught me. Oh, well, now I have this new belief. People can be trusted. Oh my goodness. All right. Life looks so different because I wore on this new belief. That's a very simple, a very simple example of difference between knowing and understanding. And recognizing that has been huge for me and my spiritual growth. Next thing has been consistent learning again, just like with business. Consistent learning has just helped me to achieve great things, achieve, you know, make great strides in my connection with myself in that spiritual area. And so just reading books has been big for me in that area. I love reading. And um, right now I've been reading the book Worthy. And that book has been very fascinating to help illuminate my relationship to money and really my relationship to my own self-worth, my own self-value. So just reading books on the top on topics that interest me um, have been big. And also I like listening to, to audio things, again, like podcasts. But um, in this case, I, I dig uh, YouTube videos of Abraham Hicks. If you haven't, if you haven't uh, checked out Abraham Hicks, I recommend you at least just give it a try uh, because their videos are pretty incredible, uh, very conscious stuff. And the first couple I listened to went way over my head. I, I, I just, I don't always resonate with conversation about, you know, vibrating and, and, and things like that. And that's kind of where she's at. But when I'm able to decipher the meaning um, I really do love and resonate with the content. So Abraham Hicks has been helping me to consistently learn and to uh, understand things in a new way. So two more with spiritual in the spiritual area. Uh, getting into conscious conversations more and more often. That's been huge. That has been a huge habit that I have put into my life over the past number of years uh, to help me grow spiritually. Conscious conversations are, you know, people talking about real stuff. People talking about taking personal accountability and responsibility for their lives. People who are intentional. People who are motivated. People who are humble, who exercise humility, who can be coached, who can receive feedback. Getting into conversations with those types of folks has been big for me. And for a number of years, I was in an accountability group called a COI, Circle of Influence, with six other people where we all we did was we had conscious conversations every week. And I'm getting prepared to lead a new COI here uh, in Atlanta in, uh, later on this year. And so I'm going to be surrounding myself with people once again who just want to have highly conscious, powerful conversations. That's been big. Big, big, big for me. Last one. Last, uh, last ritual that I do and have done in the spiritual area that has impacted my life greatly. Again, kind of like the previous one, it's about putting myself in environments with like-minded people who I can learn from and who I can teach. And I say teach because I have many things to pass along to other people. Things that were given to me, things that were handed down to me by incredibly brilliant people, by coaches, by mentors, by friends, 
by source. And it's almost, I almost feel like it's a, it's a responsibility of mine to pass those things along. And one of the benefits of that is I learn when I teach others. Teaching helps me learn. So by putting myself in environments with folks who are interested in having these conscious conversations, folks who I can learn from and folks who I can teach, it helps keep that spiritual wheel sharp, right? It helps sharpen my saw in that area. And that has been huge, huge, huge for me. So for you all who've come to the Tuesday night play camp here in Atlanta, you know that that's the type of conversations we get into, you know, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. So those are the things that I have done in my life in the spiritual area that has helped me to create some amazing results. And yeah, wow, we just covered all four. Today we did business and spirituality and last time health and relationships. And I really hope that you got something powerful by hearing the success rituals that I have created and put in place in my life. And I'd love to hear yours. What are your success rituals? What are the things that you're doing in your health, in your relationships, in your business, in your spirituality that are creating the results that you're loving? I want to hear what's working for you. You know, maybe there's a few things that I can add into my life. So shoot me an email, mattcbivens at gmail.com. Let me know what you're doing. And now, at the beginning of this episode, I told you uh, I wanted you to stick to the end because I had something cool to share. Well... A lot of you may not have known this, but I am a balanced lifestyle coach, and I work with people who are basically in a state of feeling imbalanced, feeling overstressed, or feeling uninspired, and I help them to create meaningful, powerful, lasting changes in their lives. Change looks like a lot of things. It looks like healing, looks like growing, looks like transformation, and currently, I have two openings right now to work with people. And I have reserved them for having it all listeners. I've reserved them for you. So if you feel like you've hit a rut in any area in your life, or you feel like you just keep running into the same thing, keep creating the same experience over and over and over, creating the same situations over and over and over, and you're just not liking the results, it's not things aren't flowing for you, then consider for yourself how coaching can help you move through your roadblocks. You know, I talked a lot in this episode and the previous one about how valuable coaching has been in my life and really the the power of working with a person who can see those blind spots, who can give you powerful feedback, who can keep it real, who can keep it honest, who can tell you those things that you may not want to hear, who will hold you accountable to being the person that you say that you want to be and who will be in your corner and who, and who will support you. Folks who have done that for me have been some of the biggest contributors to the abundant loving life that I'm living today. So if that interests you at all, you know, the folks who are a great fit for me are people who are experiencing momentum in some areas of their life, but they keep just running into a wall in some other areas, right? If your you know, career has been humming along and your, uh, your, your friendships are great, but man, your personal health or your relationships, you just keep creating the same scenarios again and again and again. Or if you're a person who's coachable, you know, somebody who receives feedback powerfully, right? Like you have to be coachable in order to, to work with a coach. You just have to be. And that's somebody who's humble, who's able to humble themselves. That's where being able to receive the feedback comes in. 
you know, when a person who's who's really has a fire within, it might be a little teeny flame. It might be like the 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 flame that comes out of a lighter when it's about to run out of lighter fluid. But there's still some sort of fire in you. There's still some sort of drive and desire to experience life in a different, more powerful way. You know, that's the type of person who's who's a great fit. Somebody who maybe has reached a breaking point. Maybe you're at that spot where you're like, no more. No more. I'm tired of feeling the way that I'm, I've been feeling. I'm tired of wishing for something new, but not going out and making it happen. I have been there. I have totally been there a number of times in my life. If any of that describes you, then you might be a good fit. The folks who are not a good fit is somebody who thinks that they have it all figured out. There's somebody who just, I know it. I know things are like this. I got it all figured out. Cool. Awesome. We just may not be a great fit for coaching. You know, somebody who completely avoids tough conversations, somebody who's unwilling to take personal responsibility for everything in their lives. If you are not willing to do that, then coaching, at least with me, is not a great idea. And if you don't truly value somebody putting deposits in you to help you grow, to help you heal, to help you transform, to help you step into your personal power, then again, coaching may not be a great idea. But for those of you who are that great fit and you know you feel like you're ready to go, uh, you can go to my website, matthewbivens.com slash coaching, and you can fill out the questionnaire application to get in on a 30-minute phone call with me. And uh, again, matthewbivens.com slash coaching. And if you have any questions at all about my coaching, about what I do, about any of that stuff, um, then you can message me. You can uh, shoot me an email, mattcbivens at gmail.com, or you can use the contact page on my website. That's over at matthewbivens.com slash contact. You can just click the little drop down that says that you want to coach and shoot me a message. All right. Awesome. Well, I've had a lot of fun in the past few episodes talking a lot about me and my, my rituals and, and habits and all that great stuff. And um, I believe that there's something that you can take from it. There's one thing you can take and implement in your life. And that's what I put out there for you to do. I'll challenge you to do that. Pick that one thing from either one of the episodes and let me know what it is that you're going to put into your life so that I can help hold you accountable. Awesome. Beautiful. All right. Well, I am sending you love. I'm sending you light. I'm sending you energy so that you can go and create your abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.